Hi, I'm Luce. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> no, I'm Hannah. And I'm Luce. And this is Ryan. Oh. We're so curious. We're so curious. We want to learn. We love to talk and connect. And listen. That's true. So here we are, listening to you. With a lot of questions. Yeah, we're lifelong learners. We want to know you. Let's run, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let's rhyme, baby. Let's rhyme, baby. Yay, first one. Oh, no, without slapping. That's all right. Welcome to our podcast. We are so stoked you're here. We finally did it. We just pressed record and we recorded our story. That's what this episode is. Just us talking, telling our story, explaining how we rhyme. It's raw, it's real, it's us. There's jungle sounds in the background. We closed the windows hoping that it could drown out the cicadas and the birds and the river, but... Well, just <laughs> us. This is us. I mean, yeah, it's us. <laughs> Enjoy! <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. Do you remember when we met? What do you remember about meeting me? <sighs> oh, I remember it so vividly. Obviously, your face between your butt, that was a pretty epic first eye contact. Yeah, let's, you have to explain that visually. Yeah. I was walking in this really pretty um, surf. It was not really a hostel, what was it? It was more like yeah, a surf house. Boutique something. Yeah. yeah, it was a house. Really beautiful house, by the way. It looks a little bit like this, I think, in a way. Mm, simple. Like this house we're living in right now. Very simple, <clears throat> a lot of wood, a lot of cozy, cozy areas. And I just met this guy at the front desk and he's like, show me around, this is your room, blah, blah, and he said, oh yeah, we have yoga and our teacher's in the, in the garden, I think, and then you were stretching a little bit and you, your head was between your, between your butt, literally, like you're super flexible, so you can do that. Well, I was just folding forward, <laughs> so I was yeah. just looking under my legs. Yeah, well... At my point of view, yeah. your face was between your butt. <laughs> and you're like, hey, hello. And I thought, oh, that's a cheerful face. <laughs> like super open, smiley, big brown eyes. So that was nice, nice meeting. And then you, eventually you asked me to help me with my bag because we were in Portugal. And I was driving around by myself with a car, just traveling. And I said, no, I got it. And then we talked on the porch for mm -hmm. a while. On the front porch? Yeah. yeah. I remember that you were like, you were sitting there, like folded legs, super good posture. And I was, I was thinking, dude, if I would do that, my back would hurt so much <laughs> right now. I'm happy that I'm sitting on this bench, like <laughs> leaning back, <laughs> leaning <laughs> back and have some support. Yeah, I remember that too. I remember seeing you and I was in a 
I was in a forward fold, remembering your face, thinking, who's that girl? And then you're like, yeah, I'm just driving around Portugal. I was like, by yourself? Yeah, just exploring this and that. I think I remember saying even in that moment, like, wow, so cool, so brave. I would never do that. I think yeah. I ever said that, right? Yeah, you said that. And I was thinking, oh, I didn't think about it that way. Like, is it brave? Instant connection. And I know that you were going away for the weekend, like this other, like just little trip for a few days. And when you um, were leaving, we didn't exchange numbers or anything. And I would, I was supposed to leave Monday. You were there, like we met Friday, I think. And then I was supposed to leave Monday for Lebanon to visit a friend. Mm. So we were not supposed to see each other again. And I thought, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, at yeah. the end of my trip, meeting this cool girl. And yeah. Same. I remember being on that bus because I took a bus to Ericera for the surf competition and to watch it, obviously, not compete. <laughs> <laughs> and not yet. Being on the bus thinking, damn. Didn't even get her phone number. It's like we didn't even know we were trusting it so much, but by accident we like messed up and didn't get each other's contacts and yeah. Then, dun dun dun, 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 dun. big explosion happened in Lebanon. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, but my friend called me and he said, "No, don't come down. It's dangerous." And uh, this awesome girl, Bobby, asked me to go to the surf competition with her and I was not really into surfing I liked it but like going to a contest that was not like yeah my dream to do but she asked me so I thought yeah why not just go yeah and me too actually I didn't really mean to go but my friends from Costa Rica were there mm -mm. so that's sort of why I went mm. so we shot each other on the beach like, yeah hey. hey did you know I was there did I tell you yeah, like, yeah, where I was yeah. going yeah Yeah, because Bobby said, maybe we're going to see Hannah. I was oh, like, yeah. oh, that would be nice. And I remember you brought baked tofu. Oh, And I yeah. remember sitting no, there smoked. and... Smoked tofu. Yeah, yeah. Smoked tofu. And thinking, gosh, I'm so hungry. Like, why didn't we bring any food? So I was like, by myself with these guys. Like, no one thought about it. Watching this competition, it was cold. Yeah. We were all bundled up, and I was freaking hungry. And oh, then you guys that. showed up and you were like, I've got this smoked tofu and some carrots. And I was like, super random. I don't, I don't want to eat raw tofu out of a package. Like, no, thank you. But dude, it was so, it was so good. Oh my God. And then I became so obsessed with it. And I found it when I went back to Charleston too. I told you that, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was so delicious. Just eating cold smoked tofu on this beach, watching surfing. Yeah. Neither one of us had ever surfed before. Yeah. And... Watching surf dudes, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Watching surfing. <laughs> yeah. Surfing. Um, yeah. And then I was supposed to stay some more time and spend some time with them, and instead I did a little switch up and came back with you, huh? Yeah, you, you swept me up. <coughs> and I talked about uh, about this with this guy that you were with and uh, like with his friends and like hey I I ex I absolutely stole Hannah from you huh, that weekend and he said yeah you did kind of mm. yeah man we were we were instant friends and yeah. really a beautiful connection and I remember it 
so clearly that I just wanted to be around you and just hanging out there. And it was mm-hmm. not like any expectations of no. whatsoever. You know, it's just spending time and talking. Mm-hmm. We just needed to talk a lot. And a I, lot. that time over there in Portugal flew by. Yeah. Caprica. Yeah, I mean, just cooking on. and being around yeah. in the in the surf house. And I was really shocked, actually, because, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't go to Lebanon. Yeah. We wanted to be together. I was committed to working there for a month, and you kept staying as a guest, staying yeah. and paying and, and being there. Chilling. Basically became part of the staff and the family, and, yeah, you know, like, we, we just knew we had to keep connecting, and, yeah, the, the energetic attraction was so strong. And I also remember the time that I think we were just both in the house, like, having some quiet time reading or whatever and I look up and like we're reading the same book right mm. we both had Joe Dispenza's book yeah. Becoming Supernatural yeah or Superhuman whatever which one I- yeah and it was surprising but also not because we had yeah. a lot of similarities and interests and yeah that was for me it 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 was so natural it wasn't in a way it was but it wasn't mm-hmm. because we didn't really know each other and then by talking and and I, I was not really figuring it out like what I wanted to do next I just wanted to stay and I did and I didn't really had any commitment going home yet so and then we started talking about oh yeah you wanted to <coughs> rent um a car <laughs> but you're not used to driving a stick and mm. I was like thinking about renting a van because yeah what else am I going to do and maybe I'm going to Spain and just I wanted to do that for a long time, like spending some time in a van. Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, maybe my friend is coming. Maybe we can go rent a van. Yeah. What? Yeah. And her name's Lucy. And you're Luz. Yeah. I was like, Lucy. yeah, the loose road trip. We left yeah. that surf house. We rented the van in that Lisbon. Was, yeah. Oh, first Lisbon. Oh, oh my yeah. God. That we spent was, Halloween oh, in Lisbon. Oh, that was so cool. Like, we know each other for a little bit, hanging out. Obviously, while traveling, most people know that when you travel, you, you spend a lot of time together. So you create this bond and you're in this place and you choose to be there. You know, <clears throat> that's it, it's not because you're there because of work, whatever. No, you really chose to be there. This is a choice, yeah. you know, so, and, and then every time you do something that's an, more intense in a way that then, then you are in this bubble of your normal life, your, your routines and stuff. So getting to know each other for a little bit already and then going like actually together, together to Lisbon and, and like being, sharing a room yeah, in a bed. And yeah. And sharing a lot of intimacy, you know, like with sort of a stranger and that was so cool because everything was just as if we were friends forever already and as well our (laughs) our energy together that that we we get into this flow and talking to people and i remember yeah that was so cool i i absolutely love that because i i sometimes i live in this fancy land and i just make up stuff and it's so fun and with people and you're in it, you know, like we were walking down the streets in Lisbon. It's unbelievable right now because they're, for me at least, um, I, I came out of this pretty intense lockdown in Holland and 
we, we are here pretty secluded in Costa Rica. But now thinking about it, like the whole street would, was packed, packed with, with people. people. Yeah, packed with people. And then we just randomly interviewed people together. Yeah, we were asking questions. What was it about? Oh, questions. Yeah. I think, like, you know, what are you doing? Hmm. How's your life going? It was really late at night, and we recorded them. We have, oh, we, that's we have right. some recordings, I think. Yeah. We asked him, if, obviously, if we could record, and, and we spent the whole night in the street just yeah. talking to people. Super interesting conversations. Yeah, really beautiful, people were saying. And then, it's Halloween, next day, I guess, we rented a van. Yeah. Lucy came, and we spent ten days in this van. (laughs) Oh my god, that was such an adventure. (laughs) Obviously, looking at those photos of van life, so romantic, dude, that is not how real life is. Like, you need to figure it out, like, everything. Van life is... Takes planning and work and... Dude, yeah, it was beautiful that we did that together with yeah. the three of us in a little van, not a big van, a little van, yeah. no toilet, no. no nothing else than a bed and a kitchen, you know? And the first day we were driving and driving, not really like, where are we going? Yeah, we're living a free life, you know? <laughs> but eventually, that free life became a little... Yeah, limited because we like, limiting in us, right? Because mm-hmm. we didn't know where to sleep, and we had like this romantic idea of waking right. up at the beach. Like I just wanted to wake up with a view, right? Like yeah. I just wanted to not wake up in a parking yeah. lot. And we drove and drove and drove and drove and found this cliff, and we were like, okay, we're gonna sleep here. We're gonna wake up with the view. Finally, we found it, and the next morning we woke up and it was so foggy <laughs> that the view was totally blocked. <laughs> And uh, and add to that, this van had a stick, and you both are not stick drivers. You only know how to drive automatic. So I was driving, so yeah. tired. Oh my god! Like in the first day, it was like, oh, okay, van life is a little different than I like in my in my mm. head. It it was a little different, you know, like more romantic, and it, it was adventurous. But yeah. adventure can be. Tiring. Yeah, and challenging, dude. Like, adventure comes with challenges. And that we had not within the three of us. Like, our our little connection group was super tight, and we were good together. That was... Yeah, like, we were moving around that van as if we were one body with six arms. Like, cooking, you know, feeding each other. Well, us feeding you while you were driving. (laughs) Lucy doing yoga in the back. Almonds with honey. Yeah, dipping almonds and honey and mm-hmm. dates and chocolate and yeah, literally feeding you by hand because you yeah. were driving. But uh, yeah, little tight, little tight quarters, a little claustrophobia going on. Yeah, while sleeping. But oh my god. Lots of exploring, and then I remember too when we dropped Lucy off oh. at her rainbow farm in Spain. And we decided, you know what, we're over this, we're done. <laughs> and that's <laughs> it's a, great a lot. Thing. Yeah. One of the best things about the, the, that connection and the way that we operate together is communication, right? So it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, are you over this? Yeah, I'm over this. You over this? Like, we're not, Super no one okay. needs to pretend about, no. like, wanting to keep doing this. No. We're over it. So you decided, like, well, yeah, we're driving to Madrid. 
and drove like eight hours through the night. And I'm like, really, dude, you know? And we got to our hotel at like two in the morning. <laughs> oh, Remember yeah. this story? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we parked the van on the road in Madrid. We had a flight, we booked it on the way there, our flight to Tangier. We were like done with yeah. this flying to Morocco. <clears throat> yeah. We left the van on the street. Yeah. And went to like, the hotel. A lot of cars were there. Right? Yeah. We went to the hotel, hey, we parked on the street, they gave us our room, whatever, our flight was in the morning, barely slept, I mean, it was kind of a loud street, weird hotel, got yeah. ready to leave for our flight in the morning. At first, we needed to, like, drop out the van, right? I so, mean, yeah, came yeah. downstairs, left most of our stuff in the van, because we were living <laughs> in it, <laughs> walking down the street, like, talking, of course, yeah, always yeah, talking. talking a lot. Talking with, laughing, and uh, talking what? with a lot of eye contact. So that yeah. prevent like she oh, like Luce is the queen of eye contact while driving. So it's like she's telling a story. She's also looking at you in the eyes while telling it. And I'm like, dude, oh, you're driving. So oh, that's man. how it is. Like we're walking down the street, eye contact, which also creates a bit of a distraction, like a distracting vibe. So we weren't really paying attention to our surroundings. So we walk and we're like, wait a minute, did we pass the van? Where is it? Yeah. It's a pretty, like, it's big. tall. Yeah, it's tall. Like, like a it's a, Yeah, like a tall van. Like, like a there's no, van. like, holes. Like, there weren't any empty parking spaces. No, it did just we pass it? Gone. So we walk back. Our flight's in, like, two hours, too. And we're like, wait. We had a hotel very close to the airport because of this. Um, it's gone. No. It was gone. Is the van still what? in fog? Did someone steal our van with all of our shit inside? Because And then we, we brought a lot of stuff, dude. Yeah. We overpacked massively. Yeah, because we were both traveling. Well, I was traveling for three months. Yeah, so we well, had a yeah. lot of stuff. It's true. And we left most of it in the van because we just were spending like a few hours in this hotel to then leave. Mm. The van's gone. We walk up and down the street. Oh, Neither one of us no. really panicked. We were both just kind of <laughs> laughing like, wait a minute. Like, what the hell it's our story. are we going to oh, do now? No. I remember that very, very specifically, the energy we both had because we could have been panicked or stressed yeah. or freaking out or whatever. And we were both just kind of like, yeah here it is like what do we do now like yeah. one step in front of the other like let's just keep moving through this process and obviously there's a solution like yeah. this is not the end of the road i so remember that so clearly yeah. too like i looked at you and we both started laughing like dude our van <laughs> stolen or what <laughs> like what is this <laughs> we're like damn oh this is gonna be expensive yeah and oh. also not really caring that much about you know. it and then i thought yeah this, this is good. Yeah, this yeah. girl's awesome. Yeah, yeah, this is good. Because that was like a month into us knowing each other, right? Yeah, like we'd been yeah. together for a month around then and yeah. three or four weeks. And what did we do? We went back to the hotel. We we asked them. <laughs> like, and they yeah. were like, oh, yeah, you can't park there. We were like, um, cool. Thanks thank, for telling yeah. us when thanks we came last night. They gave us a number for the police, right? The yeah. police knew where it was. Yeah, it's like this lot where they take those cars and... They said, like, just take a taxi because it's not that far. You can take a taxi. We're going to call you a taxi. And then you can drive there. And then you can figure it out there. So it's like, all right, let's do that. I mean, if you're going to miss the flight, we're going to miss the flight. So at this point, what, we can, what can we do, right? right? So we arrive and, and <laughs> we, we spoke about our tactics. Like, what is our tactic? You know, mm -hmm. like, just play dumb. I mean, that's 
we're foreigners, so maybe they're gonna give us some slack. And obviously the van was there. And we saw it and we were so like, oh, our baby, oh, we're so happy she's not stolen. And then we played a little dumb, like, hey, now hablo espanol, sorry. <laughs> and so this girl was super helpful, so I felt a little guilty that we were like not cooperating that well with her. And then the police came, right? Because they needed to check like everything and they they were giving us a fine for the van. And again, we played dumb. The guilt was not that high, obviously. <laughs> and they felt sorry for us, you can tell. And, and, and I heard them saying like, oh yeah, well, they didn't know. Which is true. I mean, yeah. We were playing dumb yeah. because we, we, are, we yeah, were dumb. That's true. We were a little we dumb. We didn't know. Yeah. We couldn't park there. So they gave us a, a, a fine that was not for a van, but for a normal car. So that saved us a few hundred euros. Euros, yeah. yeah. So then we were in a hurry, got the van, returned it on time, yeah. made it to the airport, went to the luggage storage place, yeah. ditched 95% of our shit, <laughs> got your, on the plane. Your fucking music. Baby. My harmonium, which I've been traveling with because I had led a yoga retreat in Greece mm. before going to Portugal. And I thought about it a long time, like, do I bring the harmonium or not? And I really mm. wanted it. For the retreat and for practices and, and uh, experiences for the people that were coming on the retreat. Beautiful as well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was really nice to have and play around, but not it was hard to travel with. So, left that behind, got on the plane, made it to Tangier. We actually bought matching bags. Backpacks. Yeah. Yeah, we did. In Portugal. They were so cool, yeah. And, uh... Yeah. Then we spent like almost a month in Morocco. Yeah, spending time with your family from Morocco. Yeah, my dad was there. We met some cousins. A lot of, a lot of family. Food, family. A lot of couscous. A lot of. It's cold though. It was yeah, cold, it but was cold. that was one of my first experiences. I'd been to Morocco once before in winter time because usually I'm going in the summertime. So it was nice to experience that mm-hmm. and like. A lot of oranges, a lot of pomegranates. Mm, less tourism. Pomegranate juice on the side of the road. Mm. Taking 14 hours to make a yeah. cup of pomegranate juice. <laughs> Worth it. But we needed it. Yeah. Three, please. We rented a car, which is the first time I've done that in Morocco. And by we, I mean we, but you drove again. Yeah. Oh, you drove too. I learned... Yeah, I you teach taught me you, a little. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I you teach you a little, little of, uh, you know, driving, driving stick. stick. You, you, yeah. I learned it pretty fast. Yeah. I just need more yeah. practice. It was in a desert. You learn how to drive the stick in a desert. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Well, it was a desert, but it was also the ocean was right there. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So it was not really the desert, but it was like a dusty road. Dusty Moroccan road with the Atlantic <laughs> on our left, right? Just yeah. driving down. And I remember that road. It was like, this may be not the best road to practice on, but. It was very narrow. It was pretty straight. No cliffs. No and, course, but a lot of sand. And yeah, we spent that time again exploring countryside, people, mm. conversations, connections, laughing a lot, a lot, like uh, crazy lot. amount of of belly pain mm, and yeah, yeah, crying, crying, laughing, yeah, and mm. also very emotional stuff, you know, yeah, like sharing, and, a yeah, lot. sharing a lot, going. Deep stuff. Deep with some, mm. some 
yeah, some things that we had both been dealing with, experiencing, we're working through, yeah. you know, because you're both traveling alone. So that experience was happening for us for various reasons in our lives and choices we had made. And, um, you know, we didn't do the traveling because we were running away for something or, or healing from something. But, you know, everything kind of comes up when you're traveling alone. Things come up and you get to explore and play with what what's on the surface and, and being with you and spending all that time in the car or, you know, laying in a bed or sitting at the beach. We just had so much time. Mm. I remember being like, damn, I'm kind of thirsty. Like, we talk a lot. Like, I need some water. <laughs> like, we just never, never mm. stopped, but also never, you know, got tired of it or anything. Like, it was so mm. natural and organic and supportive and connected. And, yeah. Um, and then, you know, another part of that was not only sharing from our own experiences and our own personal lives, but, of course, a lot of our professional work and how we how we how we work with others and what we want to do and our dreams and our visions for ourselves and that was really beautiful I mean we definitely instantly connected and continued to grow our connection around how we were going to work together in the future I mean we even had a name at that point remember I remember walking around in Morocco in that little village by the sea and thinking getting lost yeah just being like yeah what about this what about that uh, we could maybe do this, we could do that. And we were, like, looking for places to do retreats. Oh, that's true. In Morocco, you know? Like, we had this vision yeah. since the beginning Yeah, of how we wanted to... It to... was your dream that you already had was my dream that I already right. had, and it was complementary to each other. Like, hey, maybe we can do this together, you know? Like, is that a thing? We can explore that, you know? Like, how does that feel or our ideas and visions and and morals and 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 beliefs match in a way that you can also work together or do something together you know like we uh, we've both felt that super strongly like hey this was sort of meant to be right like that 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 feeling of i met a few people in my life that was like that you know like that meant to be feeling like like that, that intertwine, twining of energy, yes. that, that serendipity, you know, like mm. that feeling for me, I, I really needed to go to Portugal. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any reason because I already Same. went to Portugal a few times yeah. already. Like for me, it wasn't... It was super random for me too. Yeah. It wasn't really like, oh, Portugal. And then I thought about, because I had two months sort of, and maybe longer or maybe shorter, it didn't really matter to me or my job. So for me it was, or I'm going to Portugal, Spain, or Morocco, and even looked into like those places that we actually went to afterwards. And mm-hmm. then you, you told me that you're also checking that out right. to work, like work trade there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like what? And I also told my my um, my friend in Holland like, how oh, I don't know, like I, I I feel like I'm gonna meet someone there, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and and it wasn't per se like a love relationship or whatever, but I, I felt like I'm, I was going to meet someone important. And I had that experience before, that strong feeling I'm going to meet someone, and that happened, you know, friendship-wise. So I had that same feeling again, and she said, yeah, I feel like you're going to like 
something's gonna happen in this trip that's gonna be major for you and mm. and and then there you were at the edge of folding forward folding forward looking at you upside down surrendering looking from a different perspective yeah. like you always say like doing yoga huh? yeah 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 you so look yeah, good yeah. you looked good from all angles i was like oh yeah oh yeah well, going back to like that Moroccan, morocco yeah, yeah yeah we were for me definitely like onto something big yeah. you know and coming from that place of I'm going to meet someone that and then it's like I don't know when this is gonna happen I'm just going to follow my my instincts and I just randomly booked this place I didn't book anything before in my whole trip three weeks right. of driving around and then I booked this thing and this random place it's not like very that hurts, so we're back in Portugal yeah so all that things adding up for me and then walking with you on the streets of Morocco is like yeah dude like no. All of that was for me a confirmation of, yeah, this is this is the start of something big, yeah. whatever it is. Led you here, yeah. Yeah. So for me, that time mm-hmm. spending with you was, yeah, it, it was so special. And for me, I wanted to go fast, you know, let's do it. And we were looking at like places, maybe we can do a retreat and... Yeah, yeah. Everything's are not different, but definitely there we 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 were planting seeds for how we were yeah, yeah. to li- to live and work and grow together and and what was really cool like you said is that we had our own independent visions but like for me I can speak for myself like I knew I wanted to work with people uh incorporate yoga and mindfulness and um, breath and energy and travel and play and nature right but there was not a concept around it it was just like these are the things I love I don't know how the hell I'm gonna put them together mm. and I always had this feeling of I need someone else like there mm. needs to be someone else for me to actually be able to piece together this idea because they were so clear but random mm. and yeah meeting you and and just the way we complement each other and harmonize together and flow together so uh that was like that was like it was like a puzzle fitting into yeah. place without even knowing that it needed it or or was happening mm. or that the puzzle was yeah. Growing quickly, you know, piece by piece, just like aligning like that. Um, you mean we're we're kind of rhyming, like you are this one sentence, and then the other <laughs> sentence that is me rhymes exactly and complement the other sentence. That's rhyming, right? That is what rhyming it means. Yeah, it's like a follow up, a flow. So we were rhyming back then. We to- met in a rhyme. Yeah. yeah. It instantly rhymed. Like yeah. We rhymed together. It flowed back and forth, putting in like an equal amount of amount of energy and and effort and yeah. individually creating something beautiful together. Yeah. And before we keep going on rhyme mm-hmm. with rhyme because we did we did start with that. I also had this feeling of being in Morocco with you and and feeling what you just said like this energy that was so powerful together. And I remember thinking, probably even saying to you, like, dude, what's going to happen when we're apart? You know, mm-hmm. like, I felt like our energy was so powerful and strong mm-hmm. when we were together. 
that it was almost like a little scary to be thinking about like being apart mm-hmm. but then we remembered like wait a minute we are so whole and good yeah. and full like on our own mm-hmm. because we have done so much play and work on ourselves and mm. experienced life in the way that we've been so blessed to experience so it was funny too also this experience of when we did yeah, have to yeah. part ways and yeah. still feeling super powerful and strong in our own energy which is why when we are together it feels optimized and magnified yeah, yeah. right because yeah, yeah. we have that ability uh, independently so we parted ways thinking all right i guess this is it it was definitely an energetic like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Leaving you in Madrid. Yeah. You flew to Holland. I spent the night, probably cried a lot. <laughs> then I flew home. And we had this plan, like, okay, we're going to meet back up. Yeah. We don't know when. We don't know where. We both had to go home and, like, wrap things up. I still had a year of work to do back in Charleston. Yeah. I owned a house. You had... My apartment. Yeah. Like, wor- like work that I... I was doing, and then I, I absolutely loved doing it, but I also wanted to make a change. I wanted to be more free and, and work and travel together, you know? Like, I, I wanted to translate my work to online working and all that. And my biggest dream was to to do what we are actually building right now. And that is something bigger than online work, you know, like it's my mission in life. I wanted to do that. I I wanted to work with people and contribute and spreading like awareness around that, that, that people can feel more, have more of a wholesome life, you know, Mm. like this is what I want to contribute with. Like while exploring and while being in different places, meeting a lot of people and, yeah, I I always met a lot of people, talked with a lot of people, and always get a lot of really positive feedback from those connections, right? And being with you together, and the way we connected with other people, and we created like this vibe together. That for me was like that. That's it. Yeah, this is it. You know, like this is something that we can yeah, expand exp- on. Expand on. Yeah. And just grow into something so beautiful yeah it wasn't clear then exactly how that was gonna work out you know absolutely not we just had an idea you know like doing creative stuff yeah then doing it together maybe we can buy a van in the states you know and And we talked about like being digital nomads and doing our work online and and how we're gonna do that and how we're gonna you know put it online and be able to connect to the people and still travel Mm. Little did we know, the whole world was about to go online. Because a few months oh, after we both no. returned home, yeah. dun dun dun, COVID nineteen, yeah, hit the world. Entered our lives. Yeah, mm. and uh, that definitely, as everyone in the whole world experienced, put a put a put a uh, a pause, a shift, a reroute around our plan. And we just kept in touch. We just kept flowing and living and and. And just patiently yeah. waiting and not waiting, patiently being and, and yeah. trusting. I'm very aware of we're going to meet. Yeah, know? obviously and we're going to meet up. And we're going to find a loophole because I couldn't go to the States with this, like all the, those regulations. I just yeah. couldn't. And there were a lot of countries I couldn't go to because of the regulations of Holland. You know, like there were a lot of stuff that we knew that we were dealing with, but we also talked a lot about like yeah we trust that 
when the time is right, we're going to see yeah. each other again. And I decided to go to Spain um, for a bit and work from there. And, and you learned how to surf. Not really. Like, but yeah. You started the process. Yeah, I started the process. And without talking about it, I was living in Charleston, mm. summer of COVID. I started learning how to surf. We mm. didn't know that. That was kind of a cool mm. synchronicity that we started surfing and skating at the same time yeah. while we were apart. And it was kind of like losing the van in Spain. It was kind of like, yeah, I mean, clearly there's a solution. We're not yeah. worried about it. We're just yeah. going to put one foot in front of the other and see... Yeah. But yeah, for a while you were trying to get that visa, come to the U.S., you're going to yeah. buy the van. I applied for the visa, they turned me down. Yeah. It's, this is not a thing that we're going to do right now, Luce. All right. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, we'll find another way. Maybe not in a van. Maybe not this year. Maybe not next year. Yeah. Like, who knows, you know, like everyone was was in that same position of not knowing. Yeah, who knows. Letting go and trusting. And yeah. Just putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Like what does what what feels right for me, you know, in this moment, and for me that felt super right to give up my home in Amsterdam, saying goodbye to a lot of routines and and things that I I didn't need in my life anymore. I switched my job, went more online, started a business with my friend, and went to Spain. Did all that, and then. You had this. Yeah, alongside of that, I was wrapping up that year of work that I was doing and feeling like I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to change. I wanted to shift in my business also. Mm. Working with uh, school teachers was already online because of COVID. Mm. So I just saw this opportunity, like my business is online, my other job is wrapped up. Let me sell my house and all of my things and... It wasn't, I didn't really, like, think it through that much. Like, I just mm. felt it in my body. And people ask me all the time, like, why Costa Rica? Like, why now? Why, or why then? I don't, know, I just I don't really have the answers, you know. It's just, there were some logistical reasons, you know, with the job wrapping up and the Costa Rica being an open country and being able to mm. come here and uh, the time zone being similar, that kind of stuff. But that's all, you know, really... I mean, you were you were also I was thinking about going to Hawaii. I mean, yeah, that's like that's true. Like all different kinds of aspects. Right, and those are totally different reasons why I was going there. So, but the reason that they have in common is I definitely wanted to surf. I knew mm. I wanted to be warm, and I wanted to surf and find the perfect longboard wave to keep practicing and learning and growing through that experience that I just became so passionate about and drawn to because I had started in the June and you know after a breakup and in a really hard time that I was going through and and being in the ocean and learning how to surf was so healing and opening and um yeah important for me so it was kind of funny that I was like deciding on my next chapter of life whatever mm-hmm. however long that was going to be around a wave and I even came I decided, okay, come to Costa Rica. Packed way lighter than I did in <laughs> Portugal. No Yay. harmonium. Just came. So proud. Very, very small amount of things. And bopped around. And I was literally just like feeling it out. Exploring for about a month. And along the whole coast. Pacific coast. And, and feeling, looking for the, the perfect longboard wave. That was like mm. 
really the the thing that I wanted to find. And of course, you know, a nice community, a beautiful area, an affordable house, all of that. But it was going to be built around this wave. <laughs> and so I guess we checked in with each other, you know, and mm. I said, I'm going. And he said, okay. We didn't have a plan for you to no. come or for us to meet up. It was very just day by we'll day. see, yeah. I, and I told you as well, like, you need to do your thing. Yeah. I felt like you needed to do that. It's like, yeah, you, you just go and we'll figure it out. Maybe now, maybe whatever. Just tell me if you're ready and, and, and I will tell you if that feels right for me too. Right. Yeah, and I remember feeling kind of like, oh, I guess we don't really have this plan to meet up. Like a little mm. bit like on my own, you know, and mm. it was just so beautiful that really you were just giving me the space to go be independent. Because I'm, I, I was that girl that said to you, oh, I would never yeah. do that, traveling Portugal by yourself. You know, yeah. when I met you just a year before, I said that. And now I had sold everything yeah. and doing it. took a huge I knew that you leap around, you know, my job and financial security and freedom and blah, blah, yeah. blah. And just said, yeah. And now I am the girl that does that, you know, yeah. and didn't even realize it as it was happening. Yeah, but. because when you told me, like, oh, I would never do that, I remember actually saying, like, yeah, you can do that. It's just, it's just a thing that, that's a in mental, your head, yeah. you know, like, it's a mental thing, and I know, because I al- I also said it once, like, right. I, would, I could never do that. Yeah. A friend of mine, like, traveled for three months in Brazil, that scared the fuck out of me. I went to India by myself. That was pretty impressive. Like, <laughs> it was, that was scary. Mm. And so, doing it by myself, I knew that you also right. could do that, and, and that would also be a little difficult at times, you know, because yeah. it's difficult doing things by yourself sometimes where you're not used to doing that mm. so for me it felt like you needed that and also to experience that you had that power you right. know like it's just um uh just you needed to experience yeah. it and then yeah. go from that yeah and I traveled a lot in my life but never fully truly alone like either mm. going to see friends or mm. I have a plan like I went to Portugal and I mm. had a job I knew where I was landing mm. even though I was alone I had a mm. you know some community to plug into mm. and uh so that was the first of just and and and, and knowing your the wisdom that you had shared with me knowing that in my body after spending that time with you I think was a huge inspiration to do that so then I found this spot in the south of Costa Rica, which is insanely beautiful. Oh I never had been down south. I've been to Costa Rica many times with the beautiful family who I spent many, many years nannying for. And we'd always explored Nosara up in the north. And I, I knew, since I'd been coming for five, six years with them, I loved it here. And I wanted, I, every time we came, we stayed for a week in Nosara. And I always had this urge and curiosity to explore the rest of the country. So I was really stoked to just be on my own and travel and go where I wanted and how I wanted and with who I'm, whom I wanted to go with and ended up here in the jungly, mm. you know, rainy, green, super mm. alive part of Costa Rica and of course saw the sunset over this perfect longboard wave about, you know, a month after being here and finding this spot and, and said, all right, this is it. Yeah, and kind of set up and talked to Luz, talked to called you up and said, "Yeah, hey, you know, I think I'm gonna stay here a while because I had no idea. Like, I didn't mm. didn't sell my car back home. 
that was one thing I didn't sell because I didn't know how long I was going to be here. I didn't know what was going to happen with COVID. And so I just thought, I'm just taking everything like day by day. Mm-hmm. And then finally it was like, eventually it was like, all right, I'm taking everything week by week. And I would rent something for like a week. And then I was comfortable enough to say, I'm taking something month by month. And that was like a time where I was like, all right, yeah, if you want to come, I think I'm going to be here for a while. So you were like, all right, I'm on the way. You know, yeah. it worked out for you. It felt good for you. And yeah. For me, I was, I came back from Spain for Christmas and then Christmas didn't really happen because we were in lockdown. So that was very, <coughs> very in this very small way. And I talked to my business partner, my friend, like, hey, what, what are we going to do uh, next? You know, so we lived in Amsterdam together for a while, like just renting this little house, um, living, living in a house of a friend of her. And she said, I'm going to Aruba. So I, I told you that also, it's like, yeah, probably going to Aruba for a while, like you know, to stay there with her and just follow up on our business and working together from there. And maybe we'll see what happens. And it's easier going to the States from there too. So mm-hmm. whatever, maybe we'll run. We, we, we have this loophole of going to the States together. We'll see. And then my friend told me, my, my business partner told me like, hey, uh, I want to go then. And I said, that doesn't feel right for me and she looked at me like what and I said I'm sorry but that doesn't feel right for me I feel like you need to go there and I'm very happy for you to do that and she said like what about our business and like that I said dude we have an online business um so we can work it work that out you know like we can work it out together separately online but I'm gonna stay here for a little bit more and I don't know what I'm going to do next for me it feels like I need to stay here for a bit not knowing what your plan was going to be mm-hmm. not waiting for you in, in in any way just maybe gonna stay here for a while like I, I was a little disoriented in my feeling but I knew that I didn't want to go to Aruba so and then you said like hey do you want to come it's like uh yeah next week yeah yeah oh, all right let's do it so i'm coming like the beginning of march so i stayed in holland for a little bit longer came here and for me it didn't really i, I was not really connected to costa rica or going to costa rica i didn't feel like i really need to go to costa rica you know like for me that was not the case but arriving here it felt so right Mm. I didn't know that I needed this and I didn't know that it was here and you were just like my little scout you know like feeling it out and this is was right for you and now it felt right for me too not because you were here but right. this place felt right for me and being here for me felt like oh I can breathe you know like in, in this this nature and, yeah. and the green everywhere, the the sounds of nature, the open spaces, the water. Like I tried to surf in Spain, that that was super hard for me. Like it was so hard. Oh, it was such a big confrontation with a lot of stuff for myself, and I I worked through a lot of stuff because of surf in Spain, and then. I want to continue that because for me it's it's such a beautiful mirror and still is a fucking challenge mm-hmm. to do. It's not easy and but I need to, mm-hmm. you know. So being here and every time going out in that water again and confronting myself with certain stuff and you being there 
for me a lot of pieces of the puzzle again fell into place like oh yeah this is what i've been talking about for a long time using outside elements yeah as a mirror for what's going on inside and for me especially because i have a very strong mind you know like i mm. know because of my background and working with people i just know how important it is to confront yourself with certain stuff and i also know for me sometimes that it's a little harder for someone else to confront me with certain stuff because i already know you know like i i have mm -hmm. that inside i know how that works but knowing and feeling it's so different yeah. in a lot of ways and i've seen that with my clients with my coaches with you know i've seen that happening and now oh i work through a lot of stuff i mean i worked through a lot of stuff already but being on the ocean and having that having that as a mirror for yeah. me is the confirmation of that some people need need this you know right. and that 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 experience of doing something getting out of your comfort zone not per se surfing but just everything mm. everything can be a mirror everything can be a teacher but yeah while doing it feeling it for me that is the confirmation of my like my dream that i want to do you know yeah taking that element the outside element and for me you are a super shiro hero shiro mm -hmm. huh mm -hmm being there for me while doing that because mm. it's like you're a great surfer and you i know you're still learning and, yeah, you, and you don't want to own that but you are like she is i mean <laughs> seeing her surf she is that's so beautiful and and not only that but she is so brave and and i'm lifting myself up through your experience of that and mm. and we talked about that a lot Uh, like growing in a community this is what we do together yeah. and this is yeah. also what we are doing from the moment that we've met you know like yeah getting to know people and they grow in the presence of us and not because of us but no. because of the connection that's there you yeah. know and and what they share and what they feel yeah and and coming here all those things came together and mm. i felt like I'm home, not because of this place, but I'm home in this moment of my life. Yeah. You know, this feels as home for me, as close as I was ever to a home as a belonging, you know? I, yeah. In the sense of belonging, I belong in this moment right here, right yeah. now. Oh, yeah, so good. And I've belonged to a lot of moments before, but I didn't really felt right right you know like i was struggling with stuff or whatever and and but now i am home in myself in this place in this moment mm. so yeah that's beautiful having this experience right here oh yeah it, it's so good it's so good and, and and feeling that sense of belonging and and safety and home homeness hominess wholeness mm. is where you want to be right mm. when you're when you're creating like yeah, you want to yeah. create from that space and grow from that space and i think we both feel that so strongly here and to, when we're together and that's where what we're creating is coming from that's mm. the seed and that's such a a nourished yeah. start and yeah. a, a strong foundation for what we're what we're building and growing together and that's yeah. why it's flourishing so quickly and yeah, yeah. It's, and, and it's 
people want to tap into that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's potent and it's um, natural. Yeah, and it's organic. Yeah, it's organic. It's uh, viable. It's attractive. Mm. Um, it's connected, and it's yeah. it's using everything that we have within us, and also everything that we are experiencing outside of us. And how do we, you know. Uh, integrate that and experience Mm. that and grow from that and I talk a lot about that uh, when I'm teaching yoga like if Mm. you think about the breath the inhale and the exhale Mm. it's a direct metaphor an example of using what is inside the body and connecting with what's outside the body through the breath through the oxygen Mm. you know anywhere it doesn't matter where you are of course when you're in Costa Rica and the jungle that Mm -hmm. air feels very fresh and delicious and nourishing but it's how every human Mm. experiences you know, being alive through breath. So, um, you know, being here in this environment with this, with, with you and with, with this experience and then being able to teach after COVID and not teaching for so long and teaching live classes mm-hmm. again and connecting with that. Yeah. Connecting with the people again in a physical space in a safe space and, and being able to grow so much as a yoga teacher and, and have such great teachers back home that, um, you know, passed on so much wisdom and knowledge and then just having the, the freedom and the experience to explore and also being trusted mm. um, in my teaching to, to explore and to come into different spaces as a teacher. And uh, I say teacher, but like I always say uh, um, I'm always a learner first, you know, the identity of teacher and student is something that I've been playing with for the last couple of years because I think in the end we're all learners, mm-hmm. always lifelong learners, and if we can experience life in that way, then we are only setting ourselves up for such deep learning and connection and flow and expansion and using mm. curiosity as a tool uh, to absorb every experience, whether you're looking at a toucan flying or mm. you're looking at, you're feeling your compost as you're taking it out to the river to throw out like how warm it is and mm. through the bucket in your hands or, you know, a conversation with a guy who makes coconut oil from scratch in his little like, mm. hut on the side of the road and or you know you're whatever it's endless right the yeah. or you're surfing a wave and you're and you're watching the set come in and, and you're trusting your body and you're learning how to abandon your board and just mm. surrender and go as deep as you can so you don't get slammed right so everything yeah. is a teacher and every moment um has opportunity for that Mm. if you're if you're learning if if you're in the space of a learner if you're mm-hmm. listening and um for me being in this space and having so much time and space with so much gratitude um very aware of of the time and space that I've I've made choices to get here right mm-hmm. so if you we talk about that a lot like it's not luck it's not you know, by chance, although we have a lot of privilege and mm. we are very aware and grateful around that, um, you know, being, being able to step into this time and space has been able, uh, been a really transformative and, um, 
you know, instructional time, you know, mm. taking all these teachings and, and like I said from before, growing our ideas from there. So coming back to what we dreamed of in Morocco, driving around, what we both were internally, you know, feeling when we first met in mm. Portugal and now fast forward to a year and a half yeah. later, laying on the floor in our beautiful yellow house in the jungle mm. in Costa Rica, like just trusting, trusting, trusting so much, so many times of doubt. Mm. I can't even count <laughs> how many times between then yeah. and now I've gone in and out of fear and doubt and fear and doubt and yeah. what the fuck am I doing, you know? Yeah. Looking for some sort of thing to hold on to. Yeah, like, like maybe if I just had a little plan or this or that and yeah, and in the end just just like surfing and just fuck it, abandon the yeah, abandon yeah. the board, dive in, you'll be yeah. fine, you know, or you won't and you figure yeah. it out. Yeah, so. I think it's like you, you, what you're saying in a way is like seeing every exchange mm. of you and the other and the other as in can be anything right like an experience or or a person or a moment or whatever seeing every exchange with you and the outside as a potential to learn and a potential yeah. to to create something that you can use and mm. being aware of that takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of inquiry in yourself and it and it takes a lot of effort you know an everyday effort and every minute effort sometimes and an every second effort sometimes and to be aware of that like every exchange is a, is a potential for growth and to turn it into something you that is useful for you you know mm -hmm. because every experience can be something you can learn from something that you can yeah mm -hmm. take something out of you know and mm -hmm. so you're always learning like you say And that's uh, an attitude. Mm. That's a way of life. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. And teaching that to be a learner, I think that's like a mission in life. Yeah. Yeah, just, just being a, a parallel experiencer, a parallel yeah. learner, and, and, and offering that mm. lesson or teaching or perspective to anyone who's open enough to listen to say mm -hmm. hey like this is and this is a way you can observe an experience mm -hmm. and and absorb life and yeah you know that that is definitely one of my passions and I do that you know I worked with children for so long and then I worked with t school teachers for so long and then I worked with you know yoga students as, mm -hmm. a, as a teacher and then I what I've been a yoga student since I was 15 mm -hmm. so I've been around these teachings and this sort of worldview perspective for a long time. And then, of course, my parents being so beautifully open and sharing culture and countries and going back and forth between different perspectives. Um, yeah, you're right. It has led me to the space of now, like, I just want to share that and mm. keep growing that for myself. And that's led us, you know, to where we are now. Yeah, um, your all of your experience, personal and professional. All of my experience, personal and professional. Yeah, and and reaching and that state of understanding that we what we want to spread is a universal law. It's not us, you know. Right. Like it's our interpretation of this universal thing. It's it's not that we made something up. No, mm -hmm. it's 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 already there, you know. Like it's just yeah. the circle of life, and we are tapping into that and. 
we are sharing our interpretation through how we learn of this concept, you know, and, and this is why I think it's so potent. This is mm. why I think and I feel that people are, they want to tap into that and we feel that because it's so, like, an, it's an essence of right. life. And it's not something new. Right. It's not a... We it, didn't make it up. It's not a method. Yeah. It's not a... It's just... It's not one way. There's no. not a path, like this one path you have to walk. And and what's so beautiful, it's, it's just awareness. Yeah. So we both have been so lucky to have these lights of awareness yeah, yeah. that were shined for us in different ways. And now mm. just shining that light of awareness for the other yeah. and ourselves and the other and in community... And it's like, oh yeah, of course. Back. It's yeah. always been there. Like yeah, yeah. and that's what our message is, right? Like you're yeah, you're yeah. whole, like you already have it there. It's like yeah. maybe sometimes we just need some of that light. And mm. once we see it, it's there's no going back, no, right? There, yeah. That's it. And it just grows and grows and grows. So yeah, I think yeah. that's why we are both so passionate about sharing, because we can mm. literally see and feel mm. people light up. And then once they're lit, it's done. Like yeah. they're good and yeah, yeah. and everything is um, you know always up to them but mm. they have the 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 momentum the energy and the mm. power to continue on with with growing their light and yeah you know we're we're figuring out ways to organize that and you know we've we have figured out a way to organize that which is really yeah exciting so grateful and in my family uh culture and my old my grandmother always said like sharing is multiplying Mm. And my, I have a really big family of teachers and and social workers, and everybody's like in this field of service, you know. And so for me, I really believe this growing community that that is like the 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 base of it, you know. Like we are in this together, in this experience together. So I feel so grateful that. I can translate, recycle my experiences into a light that is helping an other mm-hmm. person. And mm-hmm. other people have done that for me. And mm-hmm. sometimes that were clients that I worked with before and people with mental like struggles, mental differences. Yeah, yeah like all, all those people, there are lights for me in a way, you know, like getting to know myself more and... and, and understanding life and now i'm so grateful that throughout our concept we can share that so we can multiply you know and because we are in this together right we are we are a community we cannot build a community we can but we cannot build a community because we already are that so we want to recycle that idea come on guys like we're already a part of each other you know like we are already connected we only have to tap into it mm-hmm. and we already know how to do it because it's so organic it's yeah. so natural everybody can do that but sometimes we f- forget how that feels yeah and just get disconnected yeah. yeah yeah i love talking to you i yeah. know it just never gets old it never gets old we've been I together now story. for uh what june 12th so Five months. Yeah. Every March, April, May, June. Four yeah. or five months. Yeah. Just talking, talking, talking. Talking, <laughs> laughing, crying. Yeah. Living. Breathing, cooking, surfing. Creating. Creating. 
Yeah. And I'm so excited for this. Yeah. And I really believe in our concept, as in rhyme. You know, that rhymes for me in Dutch. That's a phrase. So cool. In Dutch. The best accident yeah. ever. The best accident. We started with recycle your mindset. We wanted, we wanted this theme of recycling. Um, Using what you already have. You know, because everything you have inside yourself, you can use it again and again and again with different perspectives. Sometimes mm -hmm. you need to lose a little bit of this and then you need to shape a little bit of that, reshape, remodel it. But we already whole inside, like you said. Yeah. And just reusing it, you know, like we're built up of experiences, not from only from ourselves, but also from the community that you're a part of and also from the family that you're a part of and mm -hmm. also from the people that came before us, mm -hmm. not only by DNA, but the whole culture. We are one big... Recycled mess of yeah, energy. Yeah, 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 we are that. Yeah, yeah. And we can use that in a way that it serves you in this moment, mm -hmm. you know, because the next moment may be a little different. For sure. But there are ideas belief system patterns that are not effective for you in this moment yeah and that would be nice to look inside yourself and your subconscious with some guidance you know like hey what's there what do i want and what can i let go of a little bit you know and maybe in a year or so you're gonna look back and say hey what i lost there a little bit i learned from that and i want to take a little bit of that back recycle it again you know mm -hmm. it's endless endless potential in this mm -hmm. idea so i'm so stoked about yeah. this recycling and i talked about that a lot already with people yeah like before like use what is already within yourself and like yeah. just like reshape this la, la. and coming with that we saw this word recycle your mindset and i said hey we want to do experiences like this word is rhyme and i said hey hannah do you know like i don't know if this is a thing in English but do you know that in Dutch we say this rhymes with us or it doesn't rhyme with me when something feels right or not and looking at that concept of rhyming I absolutely love that because rhyming is so what we are doing with each yeah. other you know like I say not only you and me Hannah but with everyone you know mm -hmm. like you say something you have an exchange And sometimes it doesn't rhyme with someone, you know, like you right. feel that or this job doesn't rhyme with you, you know, like it, what you give to the job and there's this sentence coming back. It's like, dude, that doesn't rhyme at all. Right. Like this isn't ready no. or it doesn't rhyme as you thought it would. Right. But maybe when you switch a little. Exactly. It rhymes, you know, it like rhymes for another reason yeah, or yeah, for yeah. another, yeah. from a different perspective, you flip you know the yeah. letters around maybe yeah, then it rhymes yeah. so yeah if you recycle yeah. your perspective or your experience yeah. it could rhyme in a different way yeah or like you said it doesn't rhyme at all but yeah rhyme we don't have that expression in english but we do now yeah, yeah we, you should yeah. have that like yeah that rhymes that makes sense it it harmonizes it flows and yeah and it was just you know recycle your mindset experiences r y m e just happen to be this really random but not random synchronicity yeah. of truth perfection yeah this is what it is and so we're rhyming we're rhyming and we're creating this concept of of how we can build community and rhyme together uh in so many different ways using so many different modalities and that goes back to you know thinking about how we're always learners and and 
if we're always learning, then there's so many ways to learn. Mm. So thinking about everything from skating to surfing to dancing. moving your body in yoga to dancing to breathing to conversation to connection to community to different modalities of therapy, hypnotherapy, talk therapy, neurolinguistics, uh, neuro-linguistics neuroscience, nervous system programming, you know, thinking about all of the different ways that we can explore how we can guide that yeah process. how we can guide it how we can continue to explore it guide others to explore it and this concept around uh, light work and deep play so thinking about how we can work and uncover things and rearrange things in a really playful and soft way because that's how we mm. exist in our bodies and mm. how we want to continue to connect with others and uh and, and using the elements, using what's what's external and yeah, the ecosystems, yeah. you know, like the ecosystems as in nature, but also in us because right. we're all part of a big, big ecosystem and their rules and their there's room to play and just use. Yeah. We're we're only using what's already there, yeah. you know, like the the laws of nature. And they're pretty clear and getting more clear by science that the ancient wisdoms, you know, like yeah. there's so much truth in that. So we're combining that, what makes sense to us and what we see and experience that works mm-hmm. because it's so true and mm-hmm. it's, it's in the essence of life in a way. And for me, it is about creating a more harmonious world, you know, like a, a, where we can exist with our full potential in a way that we can live throughout connection with each other, that we are kind to each other, that we love nature, that we are grateful in a way that where we are, you know? Mm. And I feel like when you get to know yourself deeper, you know the other person, and you not only know the other person, but you know your little ecosystem around you better, and you connect with that more profoundly, and then you connect with nature, so you're, you're, you're making conscious choices that is good for the other, good for nature, the surroundings. So I believe it all starts with getting to know yourself a little bit more and more 100%. awareness, more yeah. consciousness. And then that love, that energy will spread out through everything. Yeah, your existence, us. like yeah. your, your whole being becomes that. And it, the practice becomes permanent in mm. your body, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. So of course you still practice it consciously and mm. mindfully and formally but your life becomes this beautiful symphony of mm. just harmony and and every every breath and experience and, and thought and wave from your system connects mm. and uh yeah so organizing that and and figuring out and feeling out what makes sense and offering things like week-long experiences, four or five days of people coming together, mm. Costa Rica, Morocco, places around the world. And it's sort of like a retreat experience, right? Thinking yeah. about that word and thinking about what that means, coming together and building a community and exploring these modalities and uh, and organizing our offerings. Yeah, and that can work in a group as in a bigger group 20 people they can work in a small group four people but even us two with one person you know you are Mm -hmm. a group and you learn with each other we want to be open for learning with 
other people mm-hmm. and other people learning with us so we can grow together and I think all in purpose of moving through your life with purpose and ease yeah right having this purpose sense of purpose and it's flowy it rhymes with you or you make it rhyme for you yeah yeah exactly so that's how rhyme was born our rhyme story our rhyme story our little baby rhyme rhyme baby yeah been in the making for yeah dang been a long time a year and a half (laughs) yeah and your whole life my whole life lifetimes before that yeah super excited super excited oh my god yeah rhyme was born in the yellow house in the jungle through so many organic conversations and ideas and and yeah so excited to keep sharing yeah and exploring and learning talking with a lot of people we love talking yeah yeah if you can't tell yeah we also love listening also love so listening that's a huge yeah, part yeah of, conversation yeah. right exchanging yeah 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 but yeah we're both like just um, on fire in flow learning 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 yeah, following trusting flowing rhyming yeah. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah. Anything else? No, I guess that's it. I'm getting kind of hungry. Yeah, me too. I guess that's sort of every conversation. <laughs> we have right? to stop because we get hungry, <laughs> thirsty, hot. <laughs> and we go dip in the river, go to the market. Yeah. Yeah.